into more than a game are s- several times annually podcast <laughs> each uh extended period of time uh roughly when we uh can or have the inclination to do so i sayer of words <laughs> well said yeah. ex expert expert pin pins pinsmanship haver <laughs> colby wilson bring a topic to sean Whittinghill of the football team the one and only this week's topic, detailed and actually brought to me by Sean himself, is connection building for student-athletes. You had this topic at the forefront. It seemed like you had this in the chamber. So <laughs> why is this something you wanted to draw attention to? What makes it such a vital part of the collegiate student-athlete experience? I mean, I think the biggest takeaway that you can get from college especially being a student athlete because we have such a uh, you know big platform is building connections who you know as well as who knows you I think that's most important is who knows you um, so I mean the more people that you know more people that know you I feel like that it gives you a better chance to I mean do what you want to do after college if nobody knows you it's hard to get somewhere if you're just I hear like, hey, like I guess at that point you just become like a name on a paper. If you're, you know, if you have a resume or a job application, you're just a name instead of, oh, this is this person who does this, and yeah, so. You know, you mentioned the resume thing, and I think it's, I think it's interesting that you use that as kind of the 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 yin to the connection building yang. A lot of college, especially as you're, as you're getting older, as you're going to to upper level classes, is focused on building your resume, building a portfolio, putting together a CV of some kind, is all I can speak to is the four years I was in school. Nobody told me I needed to go build connections. Nobody told me that it wasn't what you knew, or it was as much who you knew as what you knew. Is it moving that direction now where there there is a focus placed on, hey, you need to go build connections in this field if you want to be a part of this field? Um, I mean, I can just speak from you know my experience I don't think so uh, I think for the, the most part the classes that the upper level classes that I've taken where we've talked about life after college it's all been about building your CV and that's really all that we've discussed uh, I think I didn't really even think about starting to build connections or work on the connections I've built in the past until uh, the leadership forum in April and when I realized a lot of these people I mean these like there are people from Florida State uh, places up in New York all the way to University of Alaska it's all over the country and these like they knew each other and I was like this is crazy they're like, all in the same field and all that and I was like man like I want to tap into this I want to be a part of this and so April is when I decided like okay this is something that is actually really important and I started getting to talk to uh, some of those people that I met there and I mean, they basically told me the same thing. Like, yeah, connections are are huge, especially like not because they can help you like get places you want to be, but it's also a, like a network of information you can learn off each other, build off each other, and just grow together. I think that's so cool. Define the difference between a connection and a friendship, because I think too often they blur together, and they're not the same thing. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, yeah, like, I think you can have friends that are connections, uh, but like you said, like, they're not the same thing. Um, I'm trying to think how I really want to answer that. I think really the most important thing to me is no matter what it is, is you just got to be genuine. And I think just talking about connections opposed to friends, if you're using somebody like, oh, this is just a connection and I'm going to use them for the purpose of uh, bettering myself, I think at that point it's kind of like, all right, like, don't be that, you know, person, like, be your genuine self and, uh, you know, cultivate relationships with people and be somebody who is uh, uh, willing to invest time in somebody. Um, but it can't be one sided. Yeah, it can't be. It's got to be mutual. It's like I was saying earlier, like, it's important who you know, but also who knows you. Um, and it's not a speedy process. This isn't like a, oh, I just met this guy. All right. So now this is my this is my connection because like that i mean that's just a one-time thing like this is something that has to be um you got to work on this for over a period of time and sometimes you got to keep working on yeah it. and you got to keep that like i'm saying like you gotta it's something you have to work on continuously i mean anything in life anything that you want you got to work on it and that includes relationships with people whether they're you see them as your friend or somebody that's a connection of yours um it's something you just always got to work on when you get to the end of college, and I realize that's kind of a fuzzy proposition for you because you've been in college since 1997, so maybe it's more of an if. If you don't have a base of connections, how difficult can it be? How difficult is that, do you think? Like, if you weren't proactive about this and you got out into the working world and had to start from scratch there, like, this is the, the last time you're going to have this blend of peers – and mentors slash adults slash post like a lot of our professors come to us from their field before they become professors here it's the last real blend that you're going to get of that kind of relationship yeah i mean i think like i mean obviously i don't know for sure i mean i've talked to some you know older teammates of mine that have already graduated and who have not, who didn't take advantage of that uh, diverse, the diversity that we have in college, and they didn't take advantage of building those connections while they were here, and they just went out. And uh, some of them that graduated my freshman year back in 1997 uh, <laughs> are still looking for jobs and are still trying to find, figure out like what to do. So I think that's something that's very difficult. So I mean, I feel like you always got to take advantage of where you're at in the moment, and just you know just show your face just be somebody who's around and somebody that just people pe who people recognize and try to build those connections now like right now and if you feel like it's too late just start right now and never you know, too late it's never you're right are the processes and expectations when you try to build connections different when it's kind of a mentor mentee thing versus you with another peer that's about to graduate or just graduated yeah, I mean, I feel like, I don't know. Uh, I feel like when you have a mentor, like, that's somebody who is, trying, like, pulling you along, like, guiding you. Like, here is the the way. This is the way I've done it. It may not be the right way or it might not be the only way. This is just how I've done it. You can take that, you know. It's not, I'll, I mean, I'll just talk about mentors and mentees for a second. Uh, it may not be, like, a official, like, hey, I'm your mentor. Not like the, peer, the athletics peer mentoring program? Not yeah. Quite like that. <laughs> right. It's not, it might not be, like, an official thing. Like, that, like, that's your status. But it's somebody who that you can just, you know, go to. And, like, for example, like I go to Ryan Combs all the time. And we just – I just sit down in his office and we talk. And I have questions for him. 
uh, all the time, and he has answers for me. And uh, that's somebody who I look at as a mentor. Uh, you know, his name in my phone isn't Ryan Combs, the mentor. It's just <laughs> Ryan Combs, you know. <laughs> so, I ain't even know anybody who's Combs' his first name. I just, he's Combs, Combs in my phone. <laughs> what are things you look for in a connection? Is it traits, uh, intelligence, well-spoken, comfort? What What is it? Just what, what what's the little genetic quoi? <laughs> it's French for a certain something. Okay. Wow. Nice. That's awesome. Look at you. That's um, yeah. Ask me to say literally anything else. <laughs> in French. That's it. That's, yeah, okay. that's all I know. That's more than I know. Um, French fries. Is that? I'm pretty sure not. No. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> feels uh, like we're losing the thread of the narrative. <laughs> so actually, I have a 15 point. Uh, checklist no I'm just playing <laughs> no like I feel like that's just something for me personally um whatever I'm going through in whatever situation in life whether it's I'm going through a tough time or I'm dealing with a family issue or I want to get into this field or I'm going through an injury uh seeing people that have gone through that similar situation whether they have come out of it positively maybe or negatively um, as long as they've gone through it and they have wise things to say, I feel like that's really, for me, that's the only criteria I need for somebody to maybe mentor me through that stage of life. And it, like like I said, it may be somebody that did everything the wrong way and now they're suffering the consequences for that. But if they can sit there and be somebody who's vulnerable and just be open about that and like, look, I didn't do this the right way and look where I'm at now. Like, don't follow what I did. I still feel like that's somebody who is mentoring you uh, by showing you the way not to do it so you can go the right way. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, not like they don't have to be well-spoken or anything. It's just like something like if you can get the point across and it's something like you're just guiding me through it, like that's really all I need. And somebody that's just going to be willing to sit there and listen to me and I listen to you and we just learn from each other and just show me what to do. I don't know if everybody, some people might have that criteria, but for me, I, I mean, I don't. Is – is there some intimidation to being a a kid? And I use air quotes heavily for that because none of you show up here as kids. You're young adults, and it's our job to shepherd you through to being adult adults. That's I'll, I'll say adult adults I'll, for sure. I'll save that spiel for somebody else. <laughs> but is there an intimidation factor to starting this process where you have to to talk to another adult about very adult things about you know, work and life and stuff that sometimes you're just not prepared to talk about until you have to start doing it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it can be intimidating because, you know, a lot of people don't want to fail or they don't want to be looked at as somebody who doesn't have it all together. So like, I mean, when you're in my situation, like I'm 22, um, I've been here for 75 years so in the like realm of athletics at Austin P, like I'm old, but after in the I, realm of everywhere, <laughs> I'm old. just old all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but once I get out of here, then I become a young adult who is new to everything. And so that can be intimidating. But at the same time, I mean, I've got to realize for myself that I don't know everything. Everything's a learning process. So that's why I like to meet new people and talk to new people and keep people around because I know that they are a way for me to grow because they know more than I do about everything, really. Uh, so, I mean, it can be intimidating, but the more you, you know, just 
spend time with people that can help you grow and stuff like that. I feel like it's, I feel like it's not as bad. And I guess it's just in terms of like, like you said, like talking to adult adults, as you said, about adult things. I mean, I feel like for me, I have a self-confidence enough to where I know that I may not know everything, but I'm still going to talk to you about this and we're going to, you know, get this discussion out of the way. But I mean, if you don't have, I feel like for somebody who doesn't have like a lot of self-confidence there and they're talking about things they're not very you know confident about, they may be even more intimidated to have those conversations. So they may not have those conversations. And I feel like if that's, you know, what those people do, like they may not learn as much and they, it may take them a little longer for that process of growth. So, so setting aside the simple idea of just not treating young adults like they're idiots because they haven't been there on the block as many times, <laughs> how can the older generation be more inclusive and be more open to helping make these connections and helping facilitate these kind of things for you guys? Um, I mean, I think it's at the end of the day, it's all just about listening. I mean, just listen to us, listen to what we have to say, and don't discount it just because I don't have as many years behind me as you do. Yeah, or like you know, there's I mean, there's certain things that past generations have like knowledge that they have because they needed that at some point where this generation we may not need it. So just because we don't have that knowledge or whatever it is, I can't even give you a specific example. How to use a fax machine. How to use a fax People machine. Never have to use a fax machine. I can guarantee you. Thank God. So and I had to use a couple times when I was student teaching and stuff. But to do what? To fax machines. Well, like, but what? Fist bump. But if y'all y'all you? can't see right now, but I just gave Kobe a fist bump. But what were you faxing? Like what? Machines. Like a picture of a machine. I wish we had a camera in here so we could see the confusion that's on Kobe's face right now. I've used a fax machine twice. I think. To do what? Now I'm going to treat you how you just treat me. Do what? I had to send something to an uh, insurance company, and they wouldn't go. accept. <laughs> they wouldn't accept like a scanned PDF, so I had to actually fax it. <laughs> First of all, speaking of that, I love that your phone can do that, where you can scan. It's amazing. Yeah, it's why great. Would you, and you've got that, so why do you ever? <laughs> yeah, need that's to? true. Well, for insurance companies that won't take it, uh, that's why you need it. Idiots. But <laughs> going back to what we were talking about, uh, just because maybe this generation doesn't have that knowledge doesn't mean that we're not smart or that we're not going to make it in life because we don't have you don't know how to knowledge. use a fax machine yeah, exactly like just listen and learn and we'll do the same with you and nobody knows everything you know. doesn't matter exactly. if you're 12 or 112 you're not done learning as long as you're still on this side of the grass there is a tendency for student athletes to run in the same circles and given your proximity to one another, training room, weights, class schedules, study hall, you're together a lot. I get it. It makes sense, but explain the importance of making connections in other corners of campus. Uh, well, first I'd like to say that I think it's a disservice for someone to only hang out with the same people all the time. I think that would get boring. And I think that at the end of the day, if you're only hanging out with the same people, you're not learning as much as you could. And I, I mean, I love learning. Obviously, like I studied education for my whole time here. So obviously learning is big with me. But <coughs> like we were talking about earlier, like college is such a mix of, it's so diverse. Like there's people, there's, you know, you got your non-traditional students and 
we have, of course, being here at, uh, at Austin P, we have Fort Campbell, so we have soldiers and uh, obviously your professors and coaches and your peers and people from all around the world and um, hang out with more people. I think like if you hang out with more people, you learn more, you you get more experiences, you build more connections, you know, going back to that. And yeah, so I mean, only hanging out with the same people every day, like I feel like that you're not taking advantage of the just the wealth that's all around just this place alone not even in the city surrounding the campus like same thing there i mean like just get out and try to meet people and build those connections all around the campus the city everywhere is it dangerous to collect connections can you spread yourself too thin with too many of these relationships where you've got to it takes like you said it takes work you've got to you've got to put in the time and can you can can you kind of wear yourself out a little bit with too many of them? Yeah, I think, and if you get to a point where you're like trying to collect connections to, I guess, better your position, I feel like at that point, like you're not being genuine to all those people, and you're just kind of using them. And people realize that. I mean, I mean, if somebody's trying to use you, for the most part, you can figure that out. Uh, so obviously, that's you know a bad deal. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like like you were just saying, like you have to put in work to build relationships with people so there if you have all these people it's going to be hard to try to build those relationships with every single one of them and continue growing every single one of them so i think you just got to be smart about like the connections that you're building and like where do i want to be in the next five years what kind of person do i want to be in the next five years ten years whatever that may be and whatever that looks like the people that will help you get to that i feel like those are the people that you need to be mainly um you know building with how do you maintain them once you've made connections how do you because it's like it's like any other relationship it has to have attention paid to it yeah I, communication at the end of the day i mean staying in contact with that person that doesn't mean hitting them up every day because i've got people if they text me every day they know i'm going to get very annoyed like listen <laughs> we're friends we're really good friends you know or like we're whatever it is but i, I, I don't just saw talk you day. 20 minutes ago <laughs> like, you could have told me this then right that but it's just like you know there's people who i uh, i'm still in contact with where we talk maybe once every two three months and that's okay because that's what our relationship is like and there's other people where we talk every week uh, but just gauging what that looks like, what that relationship with that person looks like, and just staying in contact. Because I feel like the, if you stay out of contact with somebody, you just kind of doing that relationship dwindles away. So just being in communication with that person. This is something you've got to decide for yourself that you want to do, right? Like you can you can lay out the the steps, you can lay out the ground rules, you can explain the processes and the steps. But at the end of the day, connection building only works if you make a dedicated effort to doing it. Right, and I think that's with anything. Like, you have to put the work in for anything you do. Like, nobody's, like, this, I don't know. Like, it's not just laid out for you. You have to do it. And maybe that's not as fun as just having somebody do it for you, but you have to do it. You got to put the work in for it. So Now, not everybody is as energetic and outgoing as you are. What? There, there are some, I know you, you may not know any, but... <laughs> Some people are not comfortable just kind of putting themselves out there for what may just introverted by nature, the being shot down or treated like a, a lesser, the potential for that. If you're not comfortable doing that, obviously this is going to be more difficult for you, but it's also something that you've, to, to achieve goals, it's 
part of the bag. How do you think people can can grind through and get more comfortable with it? That is a very good question. Um, Maybe I should ask it of somebody who's doesn't have yeah. personality just pouring out their ears at all time. <laughs> yeah. If you could put yourself into a situation where you were an entirely different person, <laughs> how do you think you'd do this? <laughs> well, I think for me, uh, I mean, uh, like you said, I just, I'll just show up somewhere and be like, "Hey, what's up, y'all?" Like, yeah, you know, the party's I've, here. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've literally seen this man whole conversations with people desperately trying to escape, I, <laughs> and I don't is, let them. Yeah, this is not a question for him. I'm trying to, re- <laughs> trying to. Trying to help other people reaching where he lives. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I guess, like, if I was somebody who was the opposite of me, um, just the people who are close around me, I would just, you know, like, try to have intentional conversations with, like, like one-on-one with somebody. Like me, I would gladly walk in the athletic department and just wave and everything. Hey, hey, hey. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but we like, know. We hear you coming. <laughs> for example, like, for an athlete who has a compliance issue and you have to go talk to – like Tara here, sit down, talk to her. You get stuff figured out. That's somebody that you've met, somebody you've talked to. So then at that point, I feel like you could just maybe like if you're in here one day, you just like, oh, let me just stop by her office and see how she's doing. Just like, hey, you know, thank you for the help that you gave me earlier or whatever. And just kind of just every once in a while, just check in and try to build a relationship like that instead of being like me who just will – uh, like I don't <laughs> just making the rounds every day. <laughs> yeah. If, if somebody's not comfortable for whatever reason being you, basically, mm-hmm. let's say. I feel like everybody should be comfortable being like me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's just let's just hypothetically here. If they weren't, if you were that person's like close friend, not not a connection, but somebody that that they were actually bouncing stuff off of. Would it be helpful if you kind of brought them along to to kind of be the wingman oh, to building sure. connections? Yeah, I think so. I think that's perfectly fine. And, like, being the bridge between two people. Uh, I mean, so I feel like it's always good to have mutual connections, and I feel like that just helps your network grow. So, yeah, if you have, like, a personality like mine, take advantage of that and use that to help, you know, like you said, like your close friends that don't have that type of personality. So, I mean, I would appreciate that if somebody did that for me. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely feel like somebody who has that type of personality, you should definitely do that for people who aren't as uh, outgoing and wild like me. All is not lost, introverts. <laughs> uh, okay, that's all I had. Get an extrovert pal. Is that yeah, what you're get, get yourself a Sean. You, yep. you have to get yourself a Sean. <laughs> That's uh, your key to success, is getting well, yourself a Sean. Well, that's... <laughs> if you want to get somewhere in life, get a Sean, and you're good to go. That's the key to building connections. We'll, we'll <laughs> see. Why don't you bother graduating first, and we'll see if you can... Uh, I'm halfway through. I have another 17 years, and I'm out. You know most people that are in college for 11 years are called doctor. Yeah, me. You can call me that. That doesn't mean I have that I'm not, <laughs> title. I'm not going you, to. you can call me Doctor All You More Than a Game with Doctor Sean Whittingill. Let's do it. Maybe if this university starts handing out honorary doctors. <laughs> I'll take it. Okay, so that's all I had from this perspective. What do you have on this? Because this was I hesitate to say your idea, but this was something that was very quickly apparent, very much a topic of discussion you wanted to bring up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just to conclude everything, I think it's very important wherever you're at in life, but especially for, you know, student athletes who have the platform that we do, 
build as many, you know, useful, intentional, genuine connections as you can uh, and just work on those. And if you're, you know, like me who graduates in three months and you feel like you haven't made these connections, what are you about to say? I heard you say three months. Pretty yeah. sure you meant years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you said <laughs> years wrong. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I jumble up my words sometimes. But you feel like you haven't made connections yet just go ahead and start now and just work on that and yeah and get you a sean get you a sean <laughs> all right um well we don't have endings for the show so you want to sing a song i do not what song do you want to sing I, the one where i don't sing <laughs> i'm not i'm not no <laughs> no no okay we'll do this again sometime tell me where do you want